0: Matthew chapter 4, verses 12 through 17. Now, when he heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew into Galilee. And leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum by the sea in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, so that what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled, the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people dwelling in darkness have seen a great light. And for those dwelling in the region and shadow of death, on them a light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God.
0: All right, the rubber is really meeting the road now, Jennifer. Yes. Um, Joined today by the great Jennifer McClish as Jesus begins his ministry Mm -hmm. here in Matthew uh, chapter 4. And in uh, classic Matthew fashion, we get another shout-out to the prophet Isaiah Mm -hmm. and uh, another reminder that this is the long-awaited Messiah. This Mm -hmm. is not an amendment to Judaism. This is not plan B. But this is uh, the Messiah of old Um, and, you know, a a powerful passage, a a great Christmas passage, but also just a great all the other 11 months of the year type passage. Um, People dwelling in darkness have seen a great light. Mm. And for those dwelling in the region and shadow of death on them, a light has dawned. Uh, Jennifer, what do you what do you make of uh, this passage and uh, what? What we have kind of going on in this brief moment of Jesus' ministry.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. I think it's on one level it's surprising. Um, it kinda of leads to the veracity of everything when you think about how if you were if you were writing this, if you were making this up, if you were coming up with a plan of how to save the world, you probably wouldn't go to uh-huh. <laughs> Nazareth, Capernaum, even though Capernaum was a center of trade, but um, to proclaim this news, but you know, it's like yeah. you think you go like right to the heart of the. No. He goes to the warehouse like, district. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, he goes up exactly. to coming, you know, to right. the steel mills. Yeah,
1: right. And you're like, why? Well, Isaiah foresaw this. Um, you know, hundreds like about 700 years prior to this happening. Um, God revealed it to him, and it's interesting how he characterizes it that, you know, it was this people. Um, that there were people who were sitting in the land and in the shadow of death, like you said, sitting in darkness. And I guess just, like, seeing God's plan all along to bring the Gentiles mm-hmm. into, because, like, this land, this mm-hmm. area that Jesus started in was the, um, you know, north of Jerusalem. It was the area of the the Samaritans, you know, lived off kind of, like, to the west of this. And this area was kind of, like, a mixed place of um, Gentiles and yeah. Jews. And that, um, you know, God's plan of salvation had always been for the nations. It was always for the world. And... Um, Isaiah foresaw that, and Jesus started his ministry in fulfillment of that in this northern land of Gentiles.
0: Absolutely. Jesus is, uh, you know, his catchphrase here should sound kind of familiar. It says that from that time, Jesus began to preach, Mm -hmm. saying, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And, uh, you know, hopefully if you've been on this journey through Matthew with us, that makes you... Um, at least subconsciously, think of Matthew three, where we have John preaching in the wilderness, mm-hmm. and his uh, catchphrase also is, "Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." And I think what that is really like, what Matthew's underlining, is we're really locking in this idea that John was this front runner. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he he went with like the preview message. You know, he yes. he went with. Uh, the announcement, and then Jesus, the the long-awaited Messiah, is coming along uh, with this same, uh, you know, message, announcement. Yeah. Same uh-huh. message. It's not different. It's not altered. It's repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Of course, when John was saying that, it was this like, you know, the it's the kingdom of heaven is coming, like it's yeah. at hand, and now as Jesus is proclaiming it. The kingdom of heaven is literally at hand. Like it <laughs> it's right literally right in front, in front of, of you. you. I'm bringing it yeah. to pass right now. Yeah, uh, making citizens of heaven. So, do you have any thoughts on that, Erin?
1: I mean, it's interesting to think about when you think about the king. That one of Matthew's, um you know, goals is to declare Jesus as the king. That the long-awaited king has mm-hmm. come, and you know, the references later we'll see to the son of David and. This promise, you know, from Second Samuel seven, that there would this this promised one. I just love how you know God is so the way He chose to reveal. I mean, just right off out of the gate after the fall, you know, where He makes this promise to Eve that there would be um, one who would come offspring, you know, who would crush the head of the snake and deliver them basically from um, sin and death that they had, you know, unleashed into the world, and then that. Um, we, we just see over the course of hundreds and thousands of years, God fleshing out like who this one would be. And of course, he makes the promise to Abraham that it's going to be one of his descendants and that this one would bless the whole world. And, and then when he gets to King David, he says he's going to reign forever, like he's going to establish your kingdom forever. Mm-hmm. And it would be your son. And of course, we know, um, you know, that he would keep your commandments, God's commandments perfectly. All these things that, of course, we know Solomon did not do. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And David had to know already. Yeah. You know, like I'm looking at my sons right now, and <laughs> I'm like, this, yeah. "This cannot be." And of course, we know David in the Psalms knew that um, it wasn't one of his um, sons in that generation. Mm-hmm. He was looking to one who was his Lord. You know, he mm-hmm. was looking to one who was um, not going to taste death and all that, or wasn't going to you know stay dead.
0: Yeah. Anyway, absolutely. yeah. There's all that.
1: Um, but this king, you know, and Jesus is basically. I mean, this is a pretty crazy statement like knowing that jesus is saying i am the king um and also that he is the fulfillment of this you know great light that is dawning on these people who've been living in darkness
0: Um, absolutely absolutely and and, you know i I love that the the kingdom of heaven it the idea of repentance it implies that the kingdom of heaven has this redirective yes force right it's not just something that comes and dwells with you and it's business as usual yeah it's not something that you like put on the resume along with all your other accomplishments (laughs) but that you know it, it it presents the dichotomy of the gospel the yeah. the either or nature yes and that's underlined by Isaiah this image of the people dwelling in darkness have seen great light yeah. you know what what is more like starkly contrasted than darkness and light mm-hmm. and that is what is like manifested in the coming of the kingdom of heaven and so jesus is calling not you know from this like legalistic angry you know repent yeah but it, it's this, and do these it's things a welcoming yeah, to the light right you know it's yeah. like come behold right. the light turn right. towards the light and uh and so we see his his mercy and his grace here it's-
1: definitely and I think it also sets up that um and we see this like played out later that there's two kingdoms yeah um and yes. this is the kingdom of heaven is at yes. hand and but that also there's another kingdom the yes. kingdom you know of Man or whatever, yeah, and uh, and yeah, it's really gonna matter, like what you believe that you recognize the true king, and you're willing to change course, like mm-hmm. you said, look to him in faith, submit yourself to his kingship. Um, you know, God as king, what's that thing? God's um people in God's place under God's rule. Mm-hmm. I think Graham mm-hmm. Goldsworthy says that yeah. that that was kind of like one of the big themes all through um scripture is this kingdom idea. And so, you got to recognize God's kingdom to be God's people and to live under God's rule or in God's place. So, um, and so it's also pretty interesting that like heaven has come to them. I think that's Mm -hmm. also very telling that this was nothing, we were never meant to try to get to heaven. It was going to come to us. That was the only way. Um, And Jesus obviously is here declaring himself as that one. So,
0: amen. Yeah. You know, Scott McKnight um, wrote a great book a few years ago called the King Jesus gospel. Mm. And uh, it's what he really underlines is what I think the gospel writers like give a resounding yes to. And and it's what like his book is staying on the foundation of, Mm. but it's that, uh, and we've talked about this already on ODR, but the idea that Jesus is just your savior Mm -hmm. is a cheap gospel. Mm -hmm. Um, He is your savior. He's your, he, he is salvation itself, but it's so important to understand the coming of Jesus. I mean, it's paramount to understand the coming of Jesus, his ministry, his interaction with the devil, his interaction with his disciples, with his opponents Mm -hmm. and with the cross through the lens of knowing that he is the king of creation. Yeah. Uh, He is the king of Israel. uh, And he is the king of the heart of everyone who would turn to him. So, you know, it's like that funnel shape, the king of all, the king of this nation that he invites all into, and there's this personal kingship. And so it's so important to see, it's not just that, you know, forgiveness of sins is at hand. It's Mm. not just that Mm. a long-awaited sacrifice is at hand. It's that a new king is in town. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. And the kingdom of heaven, yeah. And viewing Jesus through that, you know, authoritative, powerful lens. Right. And
1: what good news that is. Um, and honestly, repentance is good news. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think we often see like that. That's God's grace to us to yep. um, call us um, to repentance of our sins because sin is leads to death, mm-hmm. and so He's calling us to life in mm-hmm. that one word Absolutely. of repentance, which is another beautiful way of thinking about what you know Jesus came to do.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, another great word from Matthew four, and thus we are officially into the ministry of jesus mm-hmm. and so you know we got a couple more uh, sections in matthew 4 and then we're off to the races in the sermon on the mount so Ooh, that's gonna be it's gonna, gonna it's gonna good. get real good real quick yeah so for the great jennifer mcclish this is will carlisle and we will see you tomorrow on our daily rhythm thanks for listening to our daily rhythm